Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, fellow Patriots. Greetings, welcome, salutations. Monday, Monday, alohas to you. Great to have you here. We're just getting underway with our number one. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcome in uh, the midst of all the murder, mayhem, and everything else that's uh, going on. Here is how you join me and take part in the conversation today. Just grab your phone and use the Ingalls Advantage talk line, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. And my email address, bob at 1063word.com. Sorry to hear about Charlie Daniels, great musician and a really good humanitarian, too. He did a lot of, of good things for a good people. Uh, died of a stroke. Uh, at in uh, Hermitage, Tennessee, right outside of uh, Nashville. So uh, best wishes, Charlie. And I know uh, the devil is happy to see you gone since you uh, denigrated him and your great monster hit the devil went down to Georgia. The devil has gone down to Georgia, by the way. More on that coming up. First of all, though, good news where we can find it. And we do have to dredge around to uh, get some in uh, the current environment, uh, the Dukes of Hazard car with the Confederate flag on the roof. Now, if ever there was a target for the uh, anarchists of uh, Antifa and uh, BLM, it would be the Dukes of Hazard car, maybe right behind the Washington Redskins. More on uh, their status coming up. A Northern Illinois auto museum has no plans to stop displaying the Dodge Charger from the Dukes of Hazard TV show with the Confederate flag painted atop the vehicle. The Volo, V-O-L-O, the Volo Auto Museum, about 50 miles northwest of Chicago, says the famed General Lee from the first season of the TV show, isn't going anywhere. According to a weekend report in the Crystal Lake-based Northwest Herald, museum director Brian Graham's telling the local newspaper, we feel the car is part of history, and people love it. we got people of all races and nationalities that remember the TV show, and they aren't offended by it whatsoever. It's a piece of history, and it's in a museum. (laughs) 
Well, that means nothing anymore. Since the museum acquired in 2005 what it says is the last surviving 1969 Charger from the first season of the TV program, and they, they went through a bunch of cars. Uh, Graham said nobody has complained. And the museum has continued to hear from people supporting the decision to keep the car as the push to rid the landscape of what is increasingly viewed as a symbol of racism, Graham said. Several people have reached out with positive comments about us leaving it on display, complimenting us for leaving it there and not having a knee-jerk reaction to remove it like a lot of places are. He said the General Lee is a piece of history and the museum would not remove it any more than it would think of removing the Nazi memorabilia displayed in parts of the museum's military section. Yeah, you've got old, you know, Hitler war machine vehicles in there. We're going to take the swastikas off them and the iron crosses. If we're going to complain about the General Lee being here, we've got much worse over there in our military building. <laughs> Wait until they are. But he probably shouldn't have mentioned that. He, uh, he may have uh, gone eh, a little bit uh, too far with uh, mentioning that. Uh, quickly uh, to the phones, and by the way, a special guest is going to be joining me. He's been on the program before, but uh, it's good to have him back. Dr. Keith Ablo, he's a psychiatrist. You may have seen him. He's a Fox News contributor as well. Uh, is is going to talk. He's He's written extensively about the influence of social media on the culture and, and what it's doing to all of us, making us crazier than we already were. Uh, 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 Keith is going to be joining me. Dr. Ablo is going to be joining me uh, after the news at the bottom of the hour. Uh, to the phones we go as we get underway here on Monday, uh, beginning with uh, Joseph, who is in TR. Hello, Joseph, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Bob, can you hear me? Yep, gotcha. Hey, uh, I, uh, I worked in journalism for a long time, and I watched the White House Press Corps because I think Kaylee is one of the best I've ever seen in, in corporate boardrooms or anywhere. There wasn't one question today about the death of those children. Not one question. We, have, we had our 50th question about masks. Right. We had our 30th question about flags. These people, these journalists have no soul, Bob, at all. They, they're so consumed by their own hate, and I'm afraid they're going to be on the bad side of that cross at the end of this life if they don't repent because they're one of the sickest, they're the sickest group I have ever seen in the White House press corps. Yeah, it, it has never been like this. Uh, in my lifetime, I've been around uh, journalism since the early 1960s, and this is not journalism. This is this is people who are spreading pop propaganda uh, at the behest of the DNC and the radical left. They're they're nowhere near uh, the yeah. old rule of thumb of journalism of reporting uh, just the facts: who, what, when, where, why, and then. The reader or listener or viewer, as the case may be, makes their own determination in ascribing whether it's good, bad, indifferent, or whatever. Uh, e even, uh, you know, in, in the days of uh, Cronkite on television, when they were, and Cronkite would step over the boundaries from time to time, like he did in, uh, when he came back from Vietnam and said the war is lost. But for the, for the most part, if they were going to do commentary, they had Eric Severide do it, and it was labeled 
very explicitly commentary, somebody's opinion, not facts. Bob, I'll listen to anything NBC says after they write that check out to the Covington Catholic kid. I'll listen to everything they say after they write that check out. Until they do, they're frauds, and they shouldn't be listened to. And uh, we'll see who ends up in the Epstein report, too. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be curious. Thanks, Joseph. I appreciate the call. Good to have you here. Let me uh, get to the text line, a text line quickly as well, because I don't want to fall too far behind there uh, if I can uh, avoid it. Uh, Bobby, you're right. Devil went down to Georgia and he's taken up residence there. Who needs zombies to take out Atlanta? The BLM and the Antifa lot are doing a pretty good job. Uh, we could uh, we could use a Rick Grimes. Uh, Bobby, check out Facebook. They now have Black Lives Matter as a section under their search area. Doesn't surprise me in the least. They're all fellow travelers, co-conspirators, however you want to refer to them. But what happened in uh, in Atlanta over the weekend? And, and what happened in Seattle over the weekend? And what happened in Philadelphia over the weekend? And what happened in Chicago over the weekend? More murders... Uh, virtually all black-on-black crime. So where's the evidence for this uh, police uh, mission that that BLM claims they're on to? They act as if police officers get up in the morning and say, hey, let me go see if I can find some black people to shoot today. When in point of fact, uh, more police officers are killed by uh, are, are killed in, in the course of a year, then blacks are killed by police. But, you know, don't pay any attention to numbers. They mean nothing. Um, ba, ba, ba. Uh, Bobby, you have a, a question about uh, the Hamilton musical. Uh, just wondering, why is it okay for African-Americans to portray white presidents? Uh, just wondering. Yeah, because the opposite, of course, is verboten. A quarter after three here on the Bobby Mac Show. Let me take a quick break here and then right back on the other side and we'll delve into the horrific specifics of what happened in uh, Atlanta and other places like Seattle over the weekend. The madness continues. Be right back here on the Bobby Mac Show on Monday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast <laughs> well i hadn't thought of it that way 321 here on the bobby mack show somebody on the text line in all caps by the way says Hey, Bobby, why is everybody so upset that they're taking down the Confederate statues? Hey, people, they were all Democrats. <laughs> all the racists in the Klan. But, I mean, you know, it's just, it's it's even beyond the uh, the ludicrous point. Now, some of this stuff over the weekend, and, and boy, there's, uh, sadly, tragically, there's a ton of it. Atlanta, headquarters of the New South, right? Atlanta has erupted into a lawless society as a willfully complicit Atlanta mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Her dad uh, was a uh, uh, pop singer, R&B singer in the 60s, Major Lance. Had a bunch of hits. As the mayor attempts to avoid her role in the murder of an eight-year-old child as violent Black Lives Matter protesters run amok in the city. Saturday night, about 9.30, Shermaine Turner and her daughter were driving with a friend when they attempted to turn into a store near a group of armed Black Lives Matter protesters. Two of the BLM activists opened fire on their vehicle for not complying with their unlawful roadblock, and uh, the eight-year-old daughter was shot. She died in her mother's arms as they attempted to escape the area and get to a hospital. Her father addressed the public and he said, and I quote, they say black lives matter. You killed your own. You killed a child. A reward of up to $10,000 being offered for information leading to the arrest and indictment of the BLM activists Tipsters may remain anonymous and should call the Crime Stoppers Atlanta tip line. Atlanta Mayor Bottoms says she is sorry for their loss as she continues negotiations with a domestic terrorist group. Okay, and and how many more babies are going to die while their negotiations go on, Madam Mayor? And this 
in the wake of how many others? Three or four children also shot uh, in just in the last week in Atlanta. And the list goes on and on. I mean, you know, I've, I've got a stack full of this stuff here. Not to mention what transpired at uh, Stone Mountain State Park in Georgia. And we'll get to that. Uh, back to the phones, though. Steve is next up. He is in Greenville. Hi, Steve, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Bob. I was wondering if you got a chance to see WYFF's weekly editorial this past weekend where they made the case that our police are racist and said that they were going to be activist journalists and they would not be bystanders to, to the news. They would hold those in power accountable. Unbelievable. Wait a second. So uh, the, the criminals who our tax dollars pay to protect, uh, pay a police department to protect us from these criminals, uh, the criminals are not to blame. It's the police. Is that, is that their take? Right. That's Hearst Television's point of view. And they had a big full screen of the CEO of Hearst. Um, uh, John Humphreys was supporting the CEO that that's what they're going to do on all their stations, that they're going to hold those in power accountable for this injustice, this systemic injustice. It was just unbelievable that they would come out of the closet. And I mean, we all knew that that's how our media operate, but for them to just, you know, just reject all standards of journalism is just, I I just couldn't believe it. And uh, and to have the hubris uh, to brag about it. So, you know, you you, you know, uh, when you watch the so-called journalists on Channel 4 from now on, whose side they're on. They are taking the side of the left against the side of the police department and against the side of of law-abiding citizens who we pay a police department to protect us from these from these thugs exactly but you know as you know from being a recovering tv meteorologist july is a big ratings month for tv stations yeah that's true we should all we should all you know if we're have if we have a nielsen box let's let's not watch channel four for a while let them learn a lesson yeah you're right uh the may sweeps and then the, the one period in the summer uh, when they actually do take everybody's pulse uh, is July. You're correct. I, and I guess, you know, we should be unsurprised, Steve, because as you pointed out, we've known all along whose side they were on. It, it's just kind of uh, amazing that they would be bragging about being on the, the side of, uh, of the thugs, I, I guess is the simplest way to put it. Right. They used to be a, 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 a really objective, decent station back in the 80s and 90s, but things have really changed over there. I don't know what happened. I guess this, this new GM, Mr. Humphreys, doesn't know this area well because uh, that was really foolish of him to, to say that. And, and it shouldn't matter <clears throat> whether you're in uh, the heart of Dixie or, or whether you're in the Northeast, although, of course, it does in the real world. But look, you know, you're either going to be journalists who, uh, who report news objectively or you're going to be a propagandist, and, and we know where they fall. Exactly. I appreciate the information. Thank you, Steve. I, I saw uh, their GM come on with the editorial, but, you know, it, usually it's, it's the usual palaver. You know, they, they do a, a station editorial in favor of, uh, mom and the flag and, and apple pie. And now, 
Now they're doing editorials that are certainly contrarian uh, to those values. Now they're saying, you know, yeah, we're going to keep a watchful eye on those killer cops. Because we know they all get up in the morning with the sole intent of going out and shooting uh, minority people wherever they can find them. God. Yeah. Well, we we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, Bobby, uh, text line. Where's Sherman when you need him? Lousy Yankee. He was 150 years too early. (laughs) Uh, R.I.P. Charlie Daniels. You bet. He was a good one. Um, had to share this uh, with you as far as this statement. There's a rise in the COVID-19 cases due to more testing. My niece sent me this. If we had more IQ tests, there'd be a spike in morons, too. (laughs) In overwhelming numbers. How true from uh, John in Greenville. Thank you, John. Love your show. Yes, thank you. Love you, too, John. Mean it. 329 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, Dr. Keith Ablo and I are going to talk about the influence of TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and uh, all of these social media sites and, and what they may be doing to us as a society, as a culture, when he joins me on the other side of the newscast. 329 here on the Bobby Mack Show on Monday. Be right back. You're on WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Back 3.33 now, apparently uh, something uh, going uh, wrong technically uh, from uh, the news center, but uh, we'll catch you up to speed, top of the hour here. In on the text line 71307, I mentioned uh, the Washington Redskins now under pressure. Again, they've been under pressure for years, but now it's ratcheted up to a new level to uh, change the name of the team. I think ESPN a while back, maybe even a couple of years ago, stopped referring to the team by their... Uh, nickname of uh, the Washington Redskins and just call him uh, Washington. Uh, I know that uh, Fred Smith, uh, the the guy who was the uh, big kahuna at FedEx, and um, two other of the minority owners of the Redskins uh, are trying to sell their shares in the team. They, they want to sell their interest in the team because they've had enough of this stuff. 
uh, in on the text line. Bobby, if I own the Redskins and was pressured by politicians to change the team name, I would change it to the Washington Lobbyist <laughs> to reflect the character of that city. Uniforms would be green jerseys with gold numbers, gold pants with green stripes. The helmets would be Notre Dame gold with big green dollar signs. After the outcry, I would tell him, sorry, I'm not changing it back. Uh, Bobby, is there anybody left in the audience who does not understand that BLM has taken the place of the KKK in reverse, the military arm of the uh, Democrat Party? Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, Afternoon, Bobby Mack. Hope your weekend was awesome and uh, another beautiful day in Greer. It is that. Oh, and Bobby, uh, when you're doing the recap of all the violence in all these cities, don't forget about Baltimore as well. Uh, Miss Moneypenny, uh, you there? Can uh, you uh, bring me up to speed on uh, where we are with uh, with Dr. Ablo? Great. We are uh, calling him now. We're going to be connecting with him. In in the meantime, uh, in on the uh, text line uh, 71307 before I get too far behind. Um, uh, Bobby, Google does it again, deliberately trying to screw up the English language. Uh, we all know it. I don't know why I keep using it. My mistake. Yeah. Well, you know, they all, all of these uh, folks uh, from Silicon Valley, uh, they're, they're all fellow travelers. Uh, pleasure to welcome back to the program, Dr. Keith Ablo. Uh, Dr. Ablo, how are you today, sir? Doing well, Bob. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great, thank you. I know that we have talked about this issue in the past, and uh, one of one of my uh, uh, cohorts, uh, who sadly has uh, passed on now, Russ Castle, used to talk for years about, and this was in the early days of, of uh, Facebook, and I think Twitter uh, was still on it. It may have been as far back as MySpace, and sure. he, used, he used to rail that uh, these were instruments of the devil, and <laughs> the more time goes by, uh, Doc, I, I'm I'm more and more inclined to agree with his assessment, and and I guess to a lesser degree with yours as well. Well, and well, thanks, man. And you know, I think that uh, world events at present uh, bear out that vision, which is that these are tools by which people spin fictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they spin fictional tales about their own lives, whether it's Facebook or other social media. Uh, and uh, that goes viral pretty easily. It messes with the human mind. So if we were to look around us and say, wait, these narratives, some of them don't seem true. They seem hyperbolic, and mm-hmm. they seem to spread virally, almost like a virus. Right. And yet we can't, we can't say they're nonfiction. They don't seem to have a narrative that bears that kind of absolute truth to it. We could look as one factor, maybe the most important factor, to social media as undoing our ability to say, wait a second, it has to be true to move us. That's not the case anymore because things go viral based on fictional narratives now, taken as fact. And it, it's almost as if it's a 21st century version of uh, the, the propaganda spread uh, that we saw. And, and I hate to, to bring him up, but it, it's an obvious example uh, Hitler's Germany. And, and the old saying, if you tell a, a big enough lie long enough, eventually it becomes accepted as truth. 
Sure, big enough lie. Hey, this is uh, let's take over several square blocks of a city in America and say it's a new country. Right now, okay, that sounds a little bit like a TV movie or a little bit like something that could spread virally, like uh, you know, a meme or something on mm-hmm. a social network and so you know, uh, and a platform like that. And so these things are leeching their way into our existence, I think. And the other thing that Marshall McLuhan wrote about way back, way back in the, you know, decades ago, he said, the medium is the message. Yep. That if you create a medium, like say television, which, because it had pixels, you know, people had to kind of assemble the pixels with their, their brains. They didn't even know it, but they were drawn into this medium. And he said, anything, any medium that seeks to homogenize people, Mm-hmm. and suggest to them that there's no difference between them because really what matters is they have to enter the big portal of Facebook or the Internet or anything else. They have to become part of it. It depersonalizes them, and they become more tribal. They end up in conflict with each other as groups because they want to assert their identity in the face of this depersonalizing, dehumanizing, fictionalizing force, which we are confronting now. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, I have said uh, for a long time, and we're talking with Dr. Keith Ablow, who's been a psychiatrist for, psychiatrist for 25 years or so and a Fox News contributor as well for a decade. I've said for a long time, Dr. Ablow, that the, the left's idea of the transformation that they have in mind is when everybody looks different, but they all think the same way. Absolutely. And, you know, that, again, that's the homogenization that is being threatened. Uh, we're, we, we, we should have one world government. We should censor any ideas that are different than those coming from that central authority. Right. And that's the death of individuality, the death of autonomy. It's the death of inspiration. Uh, it will crush all ideas that are uh, in the way of new scientific ideas, br- brilliant ideas about art, those come from individuals. They don't come from any centralized authority. Right. That would be the dark ages again. Yeah, it's it's pathetic. And, and now, I think you're correct in, in pointing out that much as, as television contributed there, now the Internet uh, is is doing exactly the same. We're, we're as, as you've said, we're being reduced to our Facebook profiles. That's it. We're, we're cartoon characters. Yeah, and if you want to participate, you better toe the line, because if you, you say something that the gods of social networking don't approve of, they'll cut you out or cut you down or take you off YouTube. So it becomes a one-way highway to a lack of authenticity, a lack of individuality, mm-hmm. uh, and it encourages you to abandon yourself. Now, when that happens, people look for very, you know, very uh, – simple ways of saying who they are right um, you can burn things that's pretty primitive burn yep. things mm-hmm. um, you can fight you can fight each other and see blood you can shoot you know these are primal things that remind people wait i am alive they're not the way to do it but faced with annihilation on a mass scale by what would be a would-be central tyrannical uh government uh, uh, bolstered by a complete homogenizing world of technology, people will do what they need to do to feel alive. Yeah, it's uh, it's sad because uh, you're you're correct. I mean, look at the at the spread of the cancel culture 
around us. Look at the fear in the boardrooms of Fortune 500 companies where CEOs uh, have their knees knocking together like castanets uh, running in fear that they will be the next target. They will be the next victim of, uh, as George Orwell said, new speak. Uh, and, and the fear, the f you can smell the fear in the air. And you know what a uh, driving emotion fear can be uh, for a culture. Absolutely. Fear is the, the death of ingenuity. It's the death of courage. It's the death, really, of human honesty and relationships. Because if you can't say what you really think, you're hobbled. You can't participate in anything in a meaningful way in terms of a human connection. And so, you know, you always have to put this footnote on it. Sure, you know, there are real cases of uh, gender bias, but of course, right, and real cases of violence between genders. And but the Me Too movement in a wholesale fashion mm -hmm. warned men, you better just put yourself in a plastic bubble. Right. Because you could be accused at any time. It could be 25 years ago. Somebody says you did something. You can you, you might just have to kiss your job goodbye. OK, I'll get in my bubble. I don't want to lose my job. OK, you say the wrong thing. Uh, maybe you're angry. Uh, maybe you're impolitic about uh, you know one group or another. It's not just that somebody says, hey, I don't really agree with that kind of language around here. No, you're done. You may never be able to earn a living again. This is the equivalent of in the Middle East cutting off someone's hands yeah. for robbing something. Right. Okay. Or, or cutting and, out their tongue uh, for uh, uh, insulting the prophet. Exact, exactly right. And uh, I think that we better get to a point where we we have to get to a point where we say tell me more not say less you have that opinion tell me more i'd like to hear more i want to understand mm -hmm. i may never agree with you but but i'd like to listen and see where you're coming from instead now it's like no i've heard enough you said three words i don't like them and therefore you're done right yeah no no discourse you, know, you might have said them 20 years ago right yeah yeah, look at uh, Brett Baer, Fox News, just got bounced, uh, accused in the hashtag MeToo stuff, and, and he's out, and, and he's merely the latest in a long line of, uh, of cancel culture victims. And, and now, as you point, it's spread from the hashtag MeToo. Now, uh, it's, it's everything in culture, and it's, it's truly terrifying. How, how, do, how do we respond in this kind of environment, Doctor? Well, it's going to take people uh, being willing to speak their minds. Mm -hmm. and it's going to take a government that says we're going to really protect you. We right. have the right man to do that. We have to get, you know, God forbid he's not real. I, I assume that we'll be smarter than that. We'll reelect him. But, you know, there's a very thin line here that we're very much in danger of crossing from freedom of speech to no freedom of speech. Because if you can say anything, right. but if you do you might literally be persona non grata unable mm -hmm. to feed your family and walking around with your head hung in shame then that's not freedom of speech right so maybe yep. we all have to put on some scarlet letters of a variety <laughs> of different uh, letters from the alphabet and say me too yeah yep, yeah yeah i did it too yep you'll have to take me maybe uh maybe in a in a sense dr avalo we already have him uh, with a maga hat look, look what it look what that what kind of a target that turns you into you know 
Right. Absolutely. Because, again, um, he is I believe that the president is uh, a massive example of autonomy, independence, strength, uh, speaking your own mind, having your own ideas, Mm -hmm. taking counsel when you feel you should, but making up your own mind is a massive affront to those who would say, well, we, we don't like that. We want you to have to post some, you know, pictures of yourself having on Facebook and toe the line and don't say anything out of the way. Uh, and why would you suggest that a country should serve its own people first right. and, and try to do their bidding? Why would you say that? Why, why would you assert that there are things such as borders? Yeah. See, the what a concept. That there yeah. are no borders. <laughs> it's a fiction. Sure. But look at how the fiction catches on. Right. It's uh, it's I'm truly gonna, frightening. Yeah. You uh you are a a co-author of a book in in this regard, correct? I am I am the author of a book in this regard that no doubt will bend some people out of shape, but I hope it'll bend some <laughs> well, people back into shape. Well, good. Yeah, they need it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Trump, your life uh, gives people twenty five lessons uh, that are distilled from the life of the president, his way of being that I think mm-hmm. people can absorb. Right. In order to become more authentic, more courageous, more willing to take it, stand out there, take it and, and not buckle to the pressure to not be authentic and an individual. We have to stop this group think, uh, you know, a million zeros together don't equal one. Correct. And and, and I want to, to the extent possible, spread that message and make it possible to turn this into a self-help seminar. What we got here. Mm-hmm. is the biggest self-help seminar of all time. It's led <laughs> by the president. Right. And I wrote the, you know, the, the program book for the seminar. You can sit and read it, and there are 25 life lessons. And those are, I wish I could give it to every graduating senior from high school where our kids are being taught to hate the country right. and to hate themselves. It's, uh, it's sad what we've uh, done to a generation, and we didn't get here overnight. And, uh, and sadly, we're not going to... Uh, to turn this this big slow-moving vessel around quickly either, but boy, uh, we had better get to work on it. And and speaking of uh, the president, Doctor Avlo, I'm sure you probably saw the speeches that he gave uh, in it uh, over the weekend. Uh, if you have, if anybody that has not heard those speeches, I'm sure they're available on YouTube or at thewhitehouse.gov. Go and listen to those speeches because they are two of the greatest speeches I've heard in my lifetime. I, I agree. I, I completely agree. And they are either going to be uh, looked upon as rallying cries that uh, began uh, to remind us who we each are in mm-hmm. our souls and that we have nothing about which to be embarrassed. We, we are a, a story, a narrative that continues to be written, and we get better and better over time, but we don't have anything about which to feel humiliated about. Either it's going to be that or tragically people will look back and say that 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 sounds not at all like what we're living with yeah. what was that yeah you know those statues those were criminal those were terrible those statues <laughs> yeah and, and like, that mountain right yeah you know, now that's got to go that's got to go yeah gotta it's go. Uh, uh, it, it's it's like uh, the the ancient uh, chinese curse uh, dr Avalon. may you live in interesting times they don't get much more interesting than this do they <laughs> I don't I don't think they get much more interesting than this. And in interesting times, one of my dad, make sure to guard yourself with yeah. big S E L F 
that doesn't, you know, first of all, I'm a huge Second Amendment guy, but mm-hmm. I don't mean it that way. I mean, right. guard your ability to think, feel, and create for yourself. It's very much connected to God, to the universe, to the infinite. Anybody who tells you that what you're really connected to uh, is uh, your Facebook account or your Twitter account <laughs> right. or any other such social media account, that yeah. doesn't define you. You define you. Amen to that. Dr. Keith Ablo, he's uh, been a psychiatrist for a quarter of a century, Fox News contributor for a decade, and it's kind enough to join me on the show today. Uh, Dr. Ablo, always a pleasure talking with you, sir, and I appreciate your time. It's a pleasure being here. It's great visiting again. Good to have you here, sir. Have gr- have a great day. 3.51 now. Right. It's 9 before 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more as we cruise on here on Monday on WORD. Welcome back. A few minutes remaining here in hour number one, the uh, Bobby Mack Show, the Monday, Monday edition, in on the text line. Uh, Bobby, that's why my brother and I call Facebook the Devil's Network. That's uh, a pretty apt name for it. Uh, Bobby, uh, Dr. Ablo is a great guest, very informative and not afraid to speak his mind. Uh, Bobby, Stone Mountain, where will it stop? You tell me. Here is the headline from the story. Heavily armed black militia wants us to give them Texas. Challenges scared A-word rednecks in Georgia. We hear, where the F you at? Grandmaster J. Is that uh, anything like uh, the old uh, badges of rank in the Klan? Grandmaster Jay, the self-described leader of the black militia NFAC, is advocating for a new black nation. What do you think Dr. King would think about that? Who fought for integration. Now this guy's arguing for total segregation? Uh, A new black nation suggesting that Texas will do just fine as soon as the Lone Star State can be ceded to them. You think maybe he's picked the wrong piece of geography for this? California? All right. Oregon? uh, State of Washington? As seen in a video making the rounds when asked about the solution to events, Jay had plenty to say about a black ethnostate inside the U.S. as a social media user characterized the group's objective. Quote, the solution is very simple. We file a declaration of liberation declaring every African-American descendant of slavery a political prisoner that was affected by the Portuguese slave trade. And after that, the United States then has a choice. Either carve us a piece of land out here, we'll take Texas and let us do our own thing, or don't stop us when we exit this body here and go somewhere where they will give us our own land to build our own nation. And you should have seen these people marching at Stone Mountain. Oh, you may have. Hour number one of the Bobby Mack Show is zipped on past. Second hour is on the way.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 